You're listening to the Regional Update. I'm Jessica Strauss. I'm the Weed Smart Communications and Project Lead. And in this podcast, we catch up with somebody from the regions, whether it be the North, South or Western, each month, and we find out what's happening in their patch in regards to weed control. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Regional Update. Today on the Regional Update, we're heading to the Western region. We're going to be hearing from farmer Carl Suckling. He's based 20 kilometres north of Northampton in Western Australia, and he joins us now. How are you going, Carl? Yeah, good, thanks, Jess. How are you today? I'm really good. Thanks for catching up with me. I know that you're about to head into a pretty big meeting ahead of harvest with your staff, so really appreciate you taking fire with us to have a bit of a chat about how things are going throughout the year for you. But firstly, so people can get a bit of a picture of where you're based and your farming system, can you give us a bit of an overview? Uh, yeah, we're based 20 kilometres north of Northampton and we sort of head west from there. We uh, are 100% cropping farmers. We don't run any livestock anymore. I farm with my brother Craig and his wife Trin and my wife Gemma, and we crop approximately oh, just over 10,000 hectares. This year that consists of almost 50% canola, 50% wheat, but that's very unusual. Normally we have more lupins in the rotation as well, but this year, due to the mainly due to our rotation, we've actually gone more canola than, than putting lupins in. Yeah, right. So can you explain that a bit further? Because obviously the lupins throughout um, the times you've put them in have helped with nitrogen and things like that. So what's happened with the rotations where it's ended up 50-50 canola wheat? Yeah, we've just undertaken some big soil amelioration programs in the last two years. So this year we spaded just over 2,000 hectares of our sandy soils. So what we find is we try, like by spading, we try to... uh, blow up with a wheat. Obviously, you get a lot of wind erosion potential when you bear off a paddock like that. And then we follow with canola straight up rather than lupins just to try and keep the weeds at bay. By spading, we find we're burying 60 to 80% of our weed seeds. And if we can uh, really stamp on top of the weeds for the first two to three years, that allows us to get on top of those or keep those paddocks clean once we've spent that money in ameliorating them. That makes sense, Carl. And has soil amelioration been part of your program for quite some time? Uh, about four years now we've been doing it. Yeah, had massive responses. pH potential mainly is our uh, number one thing that we try to fix by spading. We've got poor pH at depth, but what we've found is we've actually been able to really reduce our radish and ryegrass um, seeds there, particularly at depth, you know, by burying those seeds at depth. So... It's, it's been part of the program for a little while now. Excellent. And are you doing, what's the frequency of you using that tactic? Look, I hope it's only going to be once every 15 years. It's a massively expensive practice and very time-consuming. can be pretty risky with soil erosion in terms of wind. So this is the first time we're going over our paddocks for this sort of practice. And in the future, I'm hoping that it'll last quite a long time. So the plan will be to get back into lupins, but we find lupins are probably our weakest link. They have been in the past at allowing weeds to get through and set seed. So hence, that's why we try to go wheat, canola, wheat, and then we'll go back to a lupin once we feel we've got the the weed numbers down a little. Makes a lot of sense. And if anyone's interested in soil amelioration, I'll tag some uh, articles that we've got on the WeedSmart website that go through the process. And yeah, you should have a win with that, Carl. Fingers crossed it all works out to plan, but it should be all good. What other WeedSmart big six tactics are you using to control weeds at your place? Yeah, our property sort of split in two. We have about oh, 50% of the property is red 
loamy country. Most of our weeds on that country aren't too bad to control with just really basic measures. Because they, the weeds all germinate at once, it's, it's not a non-wetting type soil. We can really get on top of what we're doing. So we, 90% of the time, we'll try to get a double knock. I use a lot, a lot of paraquat compared to glyphosate nowadays. And then we just rotate our, our herbicides through that system. This year in particular, we've just started with a couple of early paddocks of canola in the last week harvesting and we're following the headers with paraquat. As we've had a lot of late rain, we've got a late germination of ryegrass, which hasn't even got to flowering yet. So we're having a pretty good win on that country by knocking that out now as well. On the sandier soils, obviously the amelioration is a big part of it. And then just trying to, by ameliorating it, we actually reduce that non-wetting significantly. And then we're trying to pull the same practices into that soil as what we do on our red loams. Excellent. And you're heading into harvest soon. How's everything looking for you there at this point in time? Uh, Look, it's been a very funny season for us. We got away to a pretty good start. It was quite wet at the start, and then, but it was an extremely warm start to winter. Where we live on the northern tip of the West Australian wheat belt, I would say, I haven't seen any figures yet, but I would be guessing two to three degrees warmer at the start of winter. So our crops grew really quickly with plenty of water and uh, warm weather. They really took off, but then it got very, very dry uh, in the middle part of or the start of winter, late June, early July, it was really untidy. We had a lot of crops trying to die. Obviously, they'd used up what water was there and they'd run out. So at that stage, we were staring down the barrel of a pretty poor season. And then since then, we've had a record uh, wet finish. To uh, For the last 30 years, we haven't had a finish this wet. So yeah, right. we've sort of had the tail of two seasons. The season will be, I think now, just above average with this fantastic finish, but Nothing like the last two seasons we've had. We've had some pretty awesome seasons for the last two, so this is not going to be as good as that. Yeah, right. And, yeah, hopefully everything goes to plan and goes well. Uh, And what about harvest weed seed control? Are you doing anything in that space at the moment? Not at the moment. We we have done windrow burning in the past when we feel the weeds are a little bit out of control. At the moment, we, yeah, and you touch wood, feel like we're on top of our weeds. Mm, mm, (laughs) you you can't be complacent because at the end of the day you only need one blowout and all of a sudden you're back to the start line so at the present time we feel we're feeling we're on top of our weeds so we don't do any harvest weed seed management at the moment yep no worries and you know throughout this year have you thought about what you'll be adapting in your farming system in the following season? Is there anything else that you might consider taking on board or uh, changing up in your farming system to control weeds? Yeah, look, in the future, there's no doubt that seed destructors, whether whatever brand you look at, uh, are certainly on our radar. It's it's definitely an issue, like something that we'd like to look at. You know, like we feel at the moment that our rotations are keeping us on top of what's going on. We're probably relatively fortunate that we don't get a lot of summer rain especially the early part of summer so we don't have a lot of like what this year is with ryegrass and stuff setting seed from underneath crops like a lot of other areas around australia do you know like we we do live in a real mediterranean environment where it's wet during winter and very dry during summer so yeah seed seed destructors will be our next thing but at the moment we're we're fairly content with where we're at yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds like you've got everything under control. Any other final tips or any other things that have been happening in your region that you would share with other farmers that, you know, people need to be on the lookout for at the moment? 
Oh, not like particularly the main thing that I'm seeing this year that's different to other years is how with this wet finish we actually got the head of bog last week and that's uh, that's pretty rare for us. Yeah. Um, but what that actually means is that a lot of those weeds, like I just said a minute ago, like a lot the wind typically don't get those weeds setting mm. seed because the crop dries the soil out. 100%, whereas this year we're going to go into summer with a lot of moisture still in the soil profile. So those weeds that are underneath our crops, I think it's pretty important that we get on top of those as soon as possible once the head has gone through, just to reduce those those small numbers that could build up from that. It'll be a big issue in, in WA this year with this wet finish. Definitely, definitely. Good tips. All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat with us. All the best for Harvest. And, yeah, we'll um, we'll hear from you soon, I'm sure. But thank you so much, Carl. No problem at all, Jess.